Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the opening tee for the Mayakoba Golf Classic. And it's been a little while. It's been like 10 days since I've been in front of a camera talking to you all. So hopefully you didn't miss me too, too much. And hopefully you were able to get down on some Euro action last week as that was the only ball game in town for PGA DFS. And had a couple of good picks that might have led a few of you to some profitable weeks. I had a pretty good profitable week myself. So hopefully you all joined me here. And if this is your first time joining me on the Opening Tea Podcast, first of all, thank you for doing so. And what I do in this is I review last week, which for us it's going to be two weeks ago at the RSM Classic. What I do is I give you the foursome of facts from last week, which also does include the Euro Tour. I go over uh, my high and low for the week very quickly. Then... I give you some statistical review from last week where I take the new age statistics of strokes gain and compare it to their old age counterparts like driving accuracy and greens and regulation, all those fun things, just to see if we can develop a little bit of a profile for golfers that may be coming into this week in good form. And then, of course, I go into this week and I go into a little bit about the course. So now we're talking about golfers that are in good form. Then we're going to talk about the course to start to develop a profile of players we want to focus on. And then, of course, we mirror it all together. I give you who is in the field and my salary guesses at the end. So let's go ahead and dig right in. We're going to start off with the foursome of facts from last week. And we're going to start off with Robert Streb giving a little bit of truth to course history. I mean, it's almost you can't argue against it when it comes to Robert Streb at this point. I mean, two wins is only two wins on the PGA Tour come here the RSM Classic, and the Seaside Resort. So certainly uh, there is a little bit of comfort element to it. He wasn't really playing all that well coming into it, so certainly out of the blue. But two wins in six years at the RSM Classic. Pretty incredible for Robert Streb. Next, I'll talk about the local residents. They seem to play a lot better when the conditions were tougher. The first couple of days, Harris English, Zach Johnson, uh, a couple more, Kevin Kisner, of course, who almost won the tournament. All three of them, all locals, all finding themselves having much better week, given the conditions harder the first two days. So very interesting there. Now we'll switch over to some Euro Tour golfers. First one on the Euro Tour of last week, and then a Euro Tour member that I want to talk about on the PGA Tour. So for the third one, it's Wilco Ninabar. 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 Sorry, I have first couple of times that I'm saying it. I'll probably fumble it, but I will get it. 
This guy, he's the cam champ of the European Tour. And what I mean by that is he can drive it about 360 yards. He leads the European Tour in driving distance. Let me tell you, this kid is dangerous if he gets to the weekend in terms of the amount of birdies that he can pile up. And he did it again. I think he almost led the field in birdies there at Leopard Creek last week. And certainly somebody to keep your eye out for as this marches forward. Just as a talent that not many people have. Of course, you need more than just off the tee game to win. And that is none better shown than Christian Bezidenhut, who wins in his home country of South Africa. A fantastic performance, getting it done on the greens and on his approaches, which he is certainly known for on the greens. One of the best putters in the world. Great to see him win. And my last uh, note from or week or two weeks ago is Bernd Wiesberger. Is he on his way to becoming a PGA Tour member? I think very much so. A fourth-place finish there at the RSM Classic last week. That gets him a ton of points, plus his Masters uh, start there a couple of weeks ago. And this being such a big year with big-time tournaments, I think we could see Bern Wiesberger maybe before the end of the year or certainly next year. Um, and when I say end of the year, now we're turning into a new leaf. So he he's looking really good for the 2022 season um, uh, as what it would turn out to be. But, of course, he could earn enough points to get himself a special temporary membership in play this year in a couple of events. So Bern Wiesberger, certainly somebody to take a look for. Okay, now we're going to go quickly through my high and low for the week. Snake bitten by the cut at the RSM Classic. William Gordon, man, I had a top 20 lineup on FanDuel that was 5 of 6. Had Gordon made it through, it would have easily been top 5. But, hey, we don't play what-ifs in this game. Uh, my other one was I had a good Euro week. I had a lot of the guys in the top 10, so I was able to cash uh, four of my five big dollar lineups, get two in the top 13. In fact, before I went to bed at 4.30 on Sunday morning as I was watching and I fell asleep watching, I was in – fourth and seventh place in the $500 in, Euro, uh, in the Euro tournament, but with Poseidon Hoot winning, uh, that tanked me down the board a little bit. Okay, so uh, that's going to do it for uh, my uh, little bit of a opening part here, and before we move on to the statistical review of the RSM Classic, I want to let you guys know about, of course, the cool promo we have going on for Cyber Monday. Check it out. You're going to go on, use the promo code Cyber Monday, and you're going to get an awesome weekly pass, Platinum, for just $1. That's right, all of our tools all of for all of our sports, including golf, NFL, and so much more for just $1. So listen, we know there have been a ton of deals that have been going on, but we stay, uh, stay strong with the Cyber Monday one. So $1, get platinum for just $1 for the week. Okay, now let's head into our statistic review. We're going to start off with strokes gained off the tee from the RSM Classic. Matthew Neesmith, two years in a row now. He's performed well at the Seaside Course and also two straight tournaments where his ball striking certainly seems to be in form. Bern Wiesberger was number two. Keegan Bradley, three. Webb Simpson, number four. Adam Shank, five. Chris Kirk, six. Corey Connors and Charles Howell round out the top eight or so there. We move over to driving accuracy. Let's see where golfers were gaining. Looks like Brendan Todd. He had 91% of his fairways. Insane last week. Brian Stewart also up there. Matt Kuchar, Kevin Kisner, Keegan Bradley, Russ Henley, Adam Long, Vaughn Taylor, Brendan Grace, Ian Poulter, Rafa Cabrera-Bella, Corey Connors, and Webb Simpson round out the top 10. So we had a couple of crossovers there. Uh, Corey Connors, Webb Simpson, so certainly some. When we switch over to driving distance, we got Ryan Brem, Wyndham Clark, Keith Mitchell, Tommy Fleetwood, Charlie Hoffman, Joaquin Neiman, Harris English, Kyle Stanley, Adam Shank, Corey Connors, Matt Wallace. So maybe about a half crossover, which makes sense. There weren't a lot of drivers hit off the tee, so not really the, 
many opportunities to gain with your distance last week, which is why you see uh, some of the golfers, uh, not many golfers that were in the top 10 in driving distance actually end up in the top part of strokes gained off the tee last week. Okay, let's head to strokes gain on the approach now. Kyle Stanley, he had an amazing week. He gained almost 2.75 strokes, or he actually did gain 2.75 strokes or more on his approaches last week. Corey Connors and Doug Gim continue their strong form. Kevin Stroman, Brian Stewart, Cam Tringale, Andrew Landry, Keegan Bradley, Sepp Straka, Bern Wiesberger, Adam Long, Andrew Putnam, and Ty Hatton round out the rest of the bunch. Switch over to greens and regulation, and if you hit the greens last week, you were definitely gaining strokes on your approaches. There's a lot of crossover here. Corey Connors, Andrew Landry, Kyle Stanley, Charles Howell, Kevin Stroman, Ty Hatton, Adam Long, Robert Streb. I mean, literally all the guys that I just mentioned are, are here in greens and regulation. Harris English... Henrik Stenson, Vaughn Taylor, and Webb Simpson round out the top 10. Yeah, last stat we're going to go over is putting, of course. Strokes game putting. Patton Gazire on his home event was superb with the Flastic. Chesson Hadley also good. Zach Johnson on his home event was great. John Huh, guy that I'm going to mention here in a little bit. Played well. Jason Day, Matt Kuchar, Kevin Kisner, Brendan Todd, Robert Streb, Matt Wallace, and Bo Hogue. When we switch over to... The old age statistic, putts per green in regulation. We've got Patton Gazire, Cam Tringale, Zach Johnson, Matt Wallace, Chesson Hadley, Kevin Kisner. So we're like six for six there, something like that. Rory Sabatini, Doug Gim. Don't find those guys up there. So they must have just been hitting it close with their irons. Of course, putts per green in regulation has just as much to do with your putter as it does uh, your approach game. It's kind of a combination there of the above because if you're hitting it close, you're hoping it's not going to take you many strokes to put the ball in the hole. And of course, if you're putting well, it definitely won't. Uh, and then the last few, Wyndham Clark, Scott Piercy, and Burn Beesberger. Okay, that is going to do it now for my review here of the RSM Classic and of uh, the great golf tournament at Leopard Creek, which is the Alfred Dunhill Championships. Really fun there on the Euro Tour. We're going to get a Euro Tour next week for the DP Tour World Tour Championships. Got to love that. Uh, should be a lot of fun. Ooh, looks like I'm crying. It's been a rough day a little bit. Definitely not crying, but it has been a little bit of a rough day. My uh, my puppy dog, uh, not doing great, uh, my older guy. So uh, anyways, that is not here or there, but uh, it's a little warm in my office, I guess. Um, anyways, so we're going to move on. Uh, DP2 World Tour Championships for the Euro Tour next week. This one, though, we're got the Maya Koba Golf Classic. We already know that there's at least $100,000 going to first place, 500000 guaranteed for the $10 buy-in on DraftKings there this week. It's played at El Chameleon Golf Club, a beautiful Seaside setting, yeah, I did seaside. I mean, there's a couple of courses right on the ocean there. Or the Gulf, I should say, the Gulf of Mexico. It's a par 71, 7,100 yards. Course difficulty. Played slightly under par last year. We had an even par cut. Towards the easier on the in terms of a total on the PGA Tour, ranked about 39th of 49. In terms of the hole dispersion, the par threes, 116 yards. Rather short, 116, 151, 200, and 155. Remember, this is at the Mayakoba uh, Resort. Beautiful, beautiful resort. So it is a resort course. Remember, it's a destination in that regard. So no surprise to see the par threes rather difficult. Uh, sorry, rather easy, I should say. The par fours, 438, 428, 389, 416, 462, 451, 452, 485, 386, and 458. So only one over 475. A lot of those mid-range ones, four to 450, but they're going to be hitting three wood or even less off the tee. The three par fives are 554 yards on two of them and 532 yards on the other one. 
all of them will have at least five, maybe even ten eagles this year. All of them last year had over five, and two of them had over 20 eagles played. So that's where the damage is done on this course. Of course, El Camillion, which has Seashore Pass Palum for its uh, grass surfaces. It's pretty much that way all the way throughout. Uh, because this is in uh, non-mainland or not even in the United States course, we don't have a Greenskeeper report. So if we do end up having one, I'll, of course, update the information as we get it. Okay, let's talk about some facts and figures of the course. I'm going to go off the tee. One of the easiest, uh, not one of the easiest, 20th easiest last year in terms of fairway hit percentage, 63.5%. But it had an average uh, driving distance of pretty uh, pretty small, 287 yards. Excuse me, sorry there. I just want to get the water off of my face. I apologize. Uh, so 287 yards for the average drive. That ranked 32nd out of 49. So as you can see, a lot of three woods off the tee here. Reason to believe uh, why the shorter hitters have had such good success here in the past, like Brendan Todd, Graham McDowell, most of the other recent winners. I mean, all of pretty much short hitters, they just try and find the fairway, which, as I mentioned, one of the easier ones to hit, and it's a resort course, so we know the rough isn't going to be long. It's going to lead to over 70% of the greens in regulation being hit, which is it's going to come out like top 15, top 13 easiest in terms of last year's numbers. If you do happen to miss the green, you'll probably get up and down about 60% of the time. Find yourself top 20 easiest, not that hard. And then when you're on the green, again, it's a resort course. I hate to keep pounding that, but 12th easiest in terms of overall putting last year. So certainly something to take a note out. Uh, if you aren't great off the tee and you're great with your irons and around the green, this course certainly suits you. Seen by winners like Matt Kuchar, Brendan Todd in the last couple of years, certainly fits that mold of golfer. So, who are some of those golfers here this week inside this field? Of course, it's a normal PGA Tour event in the sense of how you get to play here. There's only 132 golfers, though, because of the daylight time. So, a winner of PGA, winner of the players, winner of the Masters, stuff like that is normal. For the career money golfers that are playing this week, KJ Choi, Luke Donald, Hunter Mahan, Steve Stricker, and Bo Van Pelt. we got a bunch of sponsor exemptions. we got some fun ones here. Of course, I'll be talking about them throughout the week. Maybe the most notable one, though, Will Zalatoris. He is getting a sponsor invite this week, even though he is going to be playing out of the top, uh, going to be playing out of the special temporary membership category, which after this week will be a reset. He'll be number one in that category. Uh, so he'll get into almost every event that he wants to, starting with the Sony Open. But he needed a sponsor invite into this, and he got it. So did Kierdak Appy Barnrat. He's in there. Uh, Quade Cummins. I actually don't know that name. I'm going to have to look it up. Austin Echorat, he's actually played here before, so he must have some connection to the Mayakoba Resort or something like that. Andy Ogletree, there's a name. He just turned pro. We saw him at the Masters, be the low amateur at the Masters. Excited to see this kid come on tour. Ollie Schneiderjans, and this guy has played great recently. He's getting a start. And then some local, local flavor. Roberto Diaz, Armando Favela, Santiago Torrio, and Aaron Ter Terrazas. Terrazas. I'm sorry, Aaron, if you're listening to this. Message me and let me know how you pronounce your name because I'm not sure how to do it. A couple of other names that are playing in here this week. The top 125 of prior season non-member. That is the Will Gordon category for this year. Others like Doc Redman played out of it last year. And then Major Medical. Uh, we're going to talk about Chris Kirk, Kevin Stadler, Camilio Vijegas, Wes Bryan, John Ha, Kelly Craft in DA points. Those are the golfers that are playing on the Major Medical. John Ha. He is one name to look out for. He is very close uh, to probably fulfilling that major medical, as is Camilio Vijegas, coming off of a top 10 in his last start. 
Speaking of top 10 in his last start, he's getting in by way of it last time is Kyle Stanley. Playing out of a tough category. Uh, didn't have a great season last season, so he didn't get in it. But he gets in from his top 10 at the RSM where his strokes gain on the approach looked pretty incredible. Okay, to wind up this uh, podcast, which I thank you all for coming and joining, of course. If you're not already an Osmo.com member, you want to check us out for the week to show, see what we're all about especially going into next year. This is a great time to do so. Join us for the week, just $9.95 for the Golf Pass. But even better, we've got that Cyber Monday promo going on where you can just join us for the dollar for the week. And you don't just get our great golf stuff, my stuff, Ben's stuff, Alex's stuff. You're going to get also so many more sports. So again, Cyber Monday at checkout uh, for your $1 Platinum Weekly Pass. So last thing we're going to do 15 minutes into the pod is give you my salary guesses for DraftKings. Justin Thomas is in the field here this week. He's going to come in at 11.7K, $900 above the next guy, Brooks Kepka. Followed by Dan Berger, 10.6K, Tony Finau, 10.4. Harris English in the field again, 10.2. Victor Hovland rounds out the golfers above 10K, coming in at 10K flat. So Justin Thomas, 11.7. Brooks Kepka, 10.8. Daniel Berger, 10.6. Tony Finau, 10.4. Harris English, 10.2. And Victor Hovland, 10K. That is the Stars. Playing here this week, a pretty good field for the OHL Mayakoba. 132 golfers with the top 65 making the cut. So, of course, we've got our full slate of content coming out this week. Join Jeff Ulrich and I tomorrow on the PGA DFS First Look Show for some more information and breakdown of this week's upcoming slate. And, of course, uh, the Live Before Lock Show on Wednesday night with Ben Raz and I, where we break down everything that happened in the previous three days leading up to lock. So, until then, everybody, thank you all for joining the Opening Tee Podcast, and we will see you on the other side. Cheers. Cheers.